MF21 is brought to you by Space Jam 2, A New Legacy, in theaters July 16th. Welcome to the Space Oh my god, the movies. Remember the movies? But seriously, we did go to the movies a lot. I know it's not a universal experience, but in my experience... Hey, welcome to the minefield. Season 2, it's called MF21, because it's MF in 2021. I've had some great times at movie theaters. I've had some hilarious times. My buddy and I went to see Friday, the night it opened, at the Galleria Mall in Metro Atlanta. I laughed so hard at Borat that at one point I was doubled over. I was on the ground, like on my knees in a movie theater. And I was turning back to the booth where the movie was being projected and I was laughing so hard that I was actually in like a considerable amount of pain so I was holding one hand up as if I was like waving waving to them and surrendering and I kept yelling turn it off <laughs> I kept yelling turn it off please turn it off because I couldn't control my laughter anymore. So it was like, at this point it was like, you guys got to step in and do something about this. It was primarily, I had been building the movie is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And it is full of scenes that could, you know, bring me to my knees. The one specifically that did it, I believe, was the hotel fight, which is a very, very well-known scene where Borat and his like cameraman have a naked wrestling match fight that takes place all over this hotel in front of unsuspecting guests who are real people, who are actual guests and don't realize what's going on. At that point, Borat also was not as recognizable. Being, if you were in a hotel conference room or in the lobby of a hotel or in a, the restaurant of a hotel and two naked, kind of swarthy, hairy guys came fighting their way through the restaurant, you'd just be like, oh, that was insane. But it definitely wasn't a movie. Now you'd say it was a movie, but... It's so funny, and it, it's just it's just hilarious. And I was just begging. Like, I don't know what I expected the guy to do. Like, turn off the movie, and then people are like, hey, why'd you do that? And she's like, well, um, there's a guy down there on, the, on his knees. He kept yelling, turn it off, so I, I just did it. I think I cried uh, laughing at Jackass 3D. Good evening, folks. And a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. 
Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. The final scene in the movie Bruno sent me over the edge uh, in a movie theater in Athens, Georgia, when it came out. After the incident, the begging to turn off incident from Borat, uh, I, I guess I just... I guess it's like hot sauce. I guess I was coming back for more and it somehow created a desire for more of that. But the last scene of the movie is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. And he basically whips a UFC fight, uh, you know, mixed martial arts crowd fight crowd. He riles them up with like all this like violent, like overtly heterosexual America gun-toting, like, masculine cis energy. Like, like it was a very, very hetero, very aggressively hetero. In fact, the character he's playing is, is named Straight Dave. And he's invited all these people to this free MMA fight. And he's getting them all riled up. And then he and his opponent, when it comes time for them to fight, they actually embrace and then they start to kiss. And then they start to disrobe. And the people in the crowd are just losing their mind. They're just screaming and yelling and throwing things. It became really dangerous. And Sasha Baron Cohen actually had to eventually escape through a trap door in the uh in the octagon where he then ran through the basement of this building and jumped into a car out back and raced away because they they genuinely feared for his life but in the theater i was acting like one of the people in the crowd at the ufc fight i was screaming and yelling like i if i could have picked one of the seats up i probably would have thrown it it's just so funny and live the first time I ever saw it surrounded with, you know, by people who were laughing as well. Like my friends, you know, the contagious nature of like, contagious laughter. It just kept ratcheting things up and I just lost my mind. Watch your step as you walk to the nearest exit and move a safe distance away. And if you spot any suspicious behavior or characters, please report them to our Space crew. Jam at the Dollar Theater on Barrett Parkway. Many, many moons ago, the movie had made its way through the regular cinema and was now at, a, at the Dollar Theater. And we went to the Dollar Theater, oh, I don't know, constantly. One time we went during the day and watched Space Jam. And one of the guys in my little group had a, like, contraband. And that was like two bottles of beer. And he and this other guy each had like a bottle of beer. And they were each going to surreptitiously drink this bottle of beer during Space Jam. Which, you know, there's a lot of grown men out there who will drink a flask of bourbon at a showing of the new Space Jam. Space Jam 2, starring LeBron James. Welcome 
King James. I am the king of this domain. This is the Cerberus. What'd you do to my son? Where's Don? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait. to the first Space Jam and those beers, the two beers. But we thought we were, I mean, I, I moved around like a Mission Impossible episode and I wasn't even one of the guys with the beers and uh, they were on the end. I remember being towards the middle and they were on the end and they were next to the aisle and uh, there was like a day camp there. Maybe it was raining or something, and so they took all the kids to the dollar theater. There were some adult chaperones and a bunch of kids from the, like, you know, Marietta uh, Laurel Park Day Camp or whatever. So, they, they're they sitting down uh, on in one section down towards the front, actually, and we're behind them in the <laughs> in the dark corner. And, of course, during the movie... At some point in the movie, one of the guys kicks over a bottle of beer and it rolls down the the aisle. It rolls down the actually like seating area, so it's it's actually stone. It's you know concrete or whatever, and so it's uh like kind of bouncing between like legs of chairs and like slowly rolling, just picking up speed but also picking up volume so it just keeps getting louder and louder it's like clank and then it's like it would spin around and then roll again At least that's the way it seemed in our mind. Like, we're sitting there like, you know, we have this contraband. And now we're, like, calling all this calling all this attention to it. And there's chaperones. And I just assumed we were going to leave, like, in handcuffs. We didn't. And one of the guys, like, laid in the back seat on the way home because he had a head rush because he had also smoked a cigarette and was like, I gotta lay down after the bottle of beer and the cigarette. That's a nice pass. That was a great stretch of the basket. You, know, you really got some skills. You might be able to play in there. Thanks, Mike. I'll, I'll probably coach on that. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. <laughs> Friday, April 26th, 1995. I was a teenager and went to see the opening of the movie Friday with Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. The first one, before Mike Epps was even born. I mean, the first one. You know, the funny one. Anyway, so it's not just the funniest, uh, you know, of that series it's it's one of the funniest movies i've ever seen i went to go see it in a black movie theater the night it came out with my other little white buddy and i actually do think being very very small 
is a part of the story. I know it didn't seem like it's part of the movie Friday, but we were just two tiny little white guys. But we were in the we were in the middle of it all, laughing at it. And if you know me and my very serious feelings about race, it's that white people are not nearly as much fun as black people. Black people are funnier. Groups of black people are funnier than groups of white people. It's just true. They just laugh better. They enjoy better. I don't know. We've talked about it. Actually, I think we've talked about it every episode of this podcast. But it's true. So I got to experience Friday the night it came out. The movie Friday the night it came out. The Friday night it came out. With people who are better at enjoying things like funny stuff with people who are better at enjoying comedy than my people. And if you're familiar with Metro Atlanta, you know that the gallery isn't technically a black movie theater, but it kind of is. It was one of the times that I've laughed the hardest inside of a movie theater. We've talked about some of them. This one has to be on the list, though, because it was so funny. We were just dancing in the aisle and it it didn't even it felt so natural. And it it sounds so strange to say that to you now in what is it, uh, 2012? But I mean, really, to 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 have something that's so funny well up inside of you that the, the connection to something that's so funny on screen and it boils up inside of you bypasses laughter and comes out as just dance uh it's a bizarre experience it's just one of the funniest movies of all time it's funny if you're watching it by yourself but if you're watching it with a room full of people who are laughing and dancing it's just funnier than if you were watching it in a room Full of people sitting down and polite, you know, politely laughing. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. I'm gonna wait till you come out. Boy, bring your ass off up in here. What you talking about? You wait till I come out. I smelt your shit for 22 years. I'm not even gonna tell you what Friday is about. I'm not even going to entertain the idea that you don't already know what it's about and that you haven't already seen it six times. Don't nobody go in the bathroom. So this isn't going to be one of those podcasts where I'm going to talk about reviewing the movie. I assume you've seen it. I assume you watched it hundreds of times. So it's not about that. It's not about reviewing it. It's about telling you I experienced joy in a movie theater at the Galleria Mall in 1995 in Metro Atlanta. True, pure joy. Laughter. Yes, I was laughing. I was dancing. I didn't completely bypass the laughter. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I laughed the entire time, but sometimes I laughed so hard that I danced. And that is, that's a wonderful thing. That's something to celebrate and to memorialize in podcast form, I believe. Guess what? I've got more horse shit coming at ya. So stick around. I missed a week. I was sick. I was vomitous. It set me back, but I'm back and feeling fairly good. More comedy soon. Check out the YouTube page. We are about to start dropping 
regular vids on YouTube. We've got video versions of the podcast coming to YouTube. Really excited about that. And more comedy. We're going to keep tracking down Trey. More dookie jokes. Bye. You're now leaving the minefield. 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 MF21.